April 24th, New York City. Join me and hundreds of other communicators at FutureComs 2019. It'll be a day long of all the great things going on in the world of internal communications. All information is available at futurecoms.info. If you decide to register, want to save a couple bucks, save 20% and put in the code podcast. And you save 20% off registration, put in the code podcast. Hope to see you all in New York City, April 24th, FutureComs 2019. Cue the music. Culture comms and cocktails is internal comms served straight up. So settle in, drink in the knowledge, some shaken, some stirred, and maybe even some with a twist, and enjoy the top shelf guests I have lined up for you. I'm your host, Chuck Ghost, strategic advisor at Social Chorus, and we're going back to Las Vegas again this time to chat with guest Kelly Tucky. Kelly is the Corporate VP of Events and Communication for MGM Resorts. Kelly, thanks for joining me to talk about culture, comms, and cocktails. Well, Chuck, thank you for the invitation. I'm, uh, I'm glad that you're able to join us virtually today. Yeah, absolutely. And it was so great having Ray Bachnight on the previous episode, but the MGM Resort story is too big, in my opinion, for just one podcast episode. So I wanna thank you guys for taking the time twice to be on the show. As I mentioned, you are the corporate VP of events and communication at MGM, but you've also spent your entire career with the company. So I'm curious, how has the culture evolved at MGM Resorts over time? Well, Chuck, you know, that is such a great question. And, uh, you know, when you've spent your almost in your entire career in one place, you like to say, say that you started at a very, very young age. <laughs> I have been uh, part of MGM Resort since 1990, and I moved to Las Vegas just as the integrated resort model was taking off. Um, at that point in time, the Mirage was the first Las Vegas Strip Resort Casino built on the Strip since Caesars back in the 1960s. So. Um, I've been fortunate to watch the city evolve, and I've also been fortunate to have a front row seat to our company's culture. We, as we stand today, MGM Resorts is a um, the result of various mergers and acquisitions. It's the combination, first of all, of MGM Resorts and Mirage Resorts International. Um, secondly, we brought on board the Mandalay Resort Group, and then over the course of the last 12 to 10 to 12 years, we've also acquired other properties. So now we're 81,000 employees strong. And I would say that the most fascinating part of my job working in the um, prior, I worked in the public affairs arena, uh, in internal marketing, um, and also in human resources, has been watching these cultures come together because uh, the acquisition of a company means you're also acquiring the culture. And I think one of the best things you can do right up front is to find those opportunities to look for similarities in your culture and also bring the best to the table as the acquiring company. And one of the reasons we're talking today is a bit of a communication evolution there at MGM Resorts is the launch of LEO, which is a brand new communications program there at MGM Resorts, which includes an app as part of it. But I want you to take off your communicator's hat for just a second here and talk about like, as an MGM Resorts employee, 
how has Leo helped you? It's been around now for about 90 days, uh, about a quarter. I'm curious, how has Leo helped you as an employee? Not as a communicator, but just as an MGM Resorts employee. I love what we did with Leo, Chuck. Um, our team was really thoughtful about creating Leo as the personification of a platform. So Leo has a very separate personality from all of our other business-related communications. Through Leo, you really get a sense and, and the flavor of our culture. So our company is one that celebrates inclusion, diversity, and, and recognition. And through Leo, we're able to do that very successfully. Um, Leo has a couple of channels that are a little more celebratory. Uh, we recognize the employee experience. We give leaders an opportunity to recognize and acknowledge the accomplishments of their team. In a very service-driven culture like MGM Resorts, it's important that employees are acknowledged for serving our guests. We have an internal brand platform called SHOW, and S-H-O-W uh, is an acronym for how we address our guests and each other. Um, and it starts with um, seeing and acknowledging the guests and, and hearing the story, owning the experience, and providing a wow opportunity. And one of the best reasons for launching Leo is that you couldn't get that through any other platform. I don't think email, I don't care how many back of house monitors you have, um, unless you're doing a celebration live with your employees and your leaders, you can't, you can't demonstrate that. But Leo gives us the chance to share those stories through very short video snippets, through uh, leader-led communication. And uh, it's just been awesome to, to click on Leo and look at your feed and see a leader acknowledging and celebrating an employee who's done something really special for one of our guests. And that's when we know that we are doing our job in events and communications and driving the service profit chain is when we see those stories come to life. No, that's really great to hear. And, and your team has really done a great job with uh, creating content for Leo, both just, I would say, more traditional content as well as uh, some great videos, even teaching people how to use Leo. But it, what we hear sometimes from communicators is that they struggle with getting leadership buy-in, getting leaders on board with launching a new program, either because of uh, the fear of costs or the fear of opening up the organization, having people sort of see inside a bit more. How did uh, you and your team there at MGM Resorts get leadership buy-in on Leo and going mobile more with internal communications? Well, we have a, a strong philosophy and a methodology that um, is it, any change is led from the top down. Um, when we launched Leo, we launched at uh, two of our entities to start with, one within our corporate entities, uh, which serves all of our properties, and then within one, within one property. And both property and corporate leaders at the highest levels embraced Leo and jumped on board, welcomed it with open arms. Um, they produced some of the first posts that we put on Leo. We had welcome messages from leaders. We asked that our leaders regularly contribute, not just in providing um, direction and guidance 
from a leader perspective, but really getting employees, giving employees a chance to see them a little bit more relaxed. Um, we did a Q&A, for example, with one of our general managers, where one of our uh, managers was asking questions of the general manager about what they like to do in their day off, and how did they spend their free time, and how did they decompress, and, and I think questions like that really help our team, as big as it is, see that we're all, you know, we're all men and women, we have lives outside of our organization, but it, it really humanizes that experience. And the other thing we did was that we tapped individual influencers within the leadership circle to be what we call change champions. And those change champions were tasked with learning the ins and outs of Leo, understanding how the platform is to be used as an effective tool, and then be ready to demonstrate that to their individual teams. So I think it was a combination of having demonstrations from the highest levels of the company all the way down through the management ranks with our change champions that really helped us embrace and have great activation scores with Leo. I'm glad you talked about the change champions because this was a very structured group. We, we have a lot of customers and rightly so we'll do soft launches and and target some key groups to see how the program's going to work and get feedback. And that certainly was a big part of uh, MGM's Change Champions. But I think a bigger message around them was the representation across the organization that, you know, if, if anybody has been to a, a large resort, which Mandalay Bay was one of the ones that we launched to, um, you know, you've got employees of all types of all skill sets working in all different parts of, the business, so the change champions represented that diversity, but also the change champion job did not end at launch. They are they are champions of Leo, and I think that was a great approach for the organization to bring, to not just say, you're here to give us feedback and then you sort of disappear, but the change champions still have a role long after launch as to continue to help Leo grow. Right. I, I think that's really important um, to do. You have to, you can't just assume that one launch and one wave of communication and activation events are enough. Um, you have to find other opportunities to revisit the platform and unveil the next layer of benefit. And we've been very mindful of that, that um, you don't uh, put all of your, your best features and benefits out as one mass communication, you have to find opportunities to re-engage people and bring them back in. Um, User-generated content is another strategy that we've used very selectively. I will say that we're learning over the course of this 90 days that in some cases perhaps we, um, we let user-generated content uh, take over some of our channels and we were uh, so excited to get people engaged that maybe we didn't provide the right guardrails there. So our change champions are helping us um, reapproach user-generated content and define what is appropriate and what we're looking for. Um, we didn't want Leo to become another Instagram or a version of Facebook. There's a very deliberate strategy behind the type of communication that we have on Leo. Uh, so we've reactivated that change champion group, and we have given them the tools. We've provided them with talking points. We allow them to ask questions and to, to get the full context of what we see Leo doing so that they can be the best representatives when they go out in the field and meet with their team. 
Before earlier, I asked you to take your communicator hat off. Now I'm going to have you put your executive leader hat on. And I'm curious, looking at it at that level of the organization, what do you think? If you could get it down to one biggest benefit, what do you think that biggest benefit Leo brings to MGM Resorts? Well, we launched Leo mainly because we saw a gap in the communication getting to the front line. I mentioned previously that MGM Resorts is a very service-driven company. Um, only 20,000 of our 81,000 employees have desktop access. The, lar the vast majority of our population consists of housekeepers and guest service agents and dealers and food servers and security officers and on and on. And those groups, you know, they, they get their information from their boss. Um, we thought that one of the best benefits of LEO um, was helping us increase a strategic measure that we saw in our annual employee survey, which is how well employees feel that their leaders do in keeping them engaged and keeping them involved and, and communicated with. It's really fascinating what happens to a culture when both the frontline employee and the manager get information at the same time. And it provides an opportunity for dialogue. So even in a company as big as ours, with as many layers as we have, we find it's important for the frontline employee to be given the information at the same time as the manager so they can have that dialogue. There can be more give and take. There could be clarity provided by the leader in what the employee is reading. And, and it gives the employee an opportunity to be more engaged um, because we're putting the information in their hands as well. So uh, to sum it all up, you know, Leo has been our answer in getting information out quickly, efficiently to the frontline. And this might sound a, a bit repetitive, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because I'm curious if there's a, a particular piece of content or a story or something that might have surprised you. But what has impressed you most here in the early goings of Leo's launch that maybe you either hoped for and then saw or didn't expect? And you're like, wow, that's, that's kind of amazing. I think uh, the biggest benefit to Leo that we didn't really anticipate until we got access to the front line was how much of a promotional tool it can be for our other amenities here at MGM Resorts. Um, as you know, and as the rest of the world knows, Las Vegas welcomed its very first um, hockey team, uh, NHL team last year, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And we were fortunate to get such tremendous talent that we ended up in the Stanley Cup playoffs in the first year, which to us was just unheard of. When we began looking at ways that we could entice usership of Leo uh, and making uh, promotions available for hockey tickets on the Leo platform, we were blown away at what it did uh, for our usership. Um, it, it's, Leo has been a great tool for us to cross promote one of our greatest amenities and give employees an opportunity to be an ambassador. If we can give you two free hockey tickets and you can go to the Las Vegas Golden Knights game and enjoy the amenities of T-Mobile Arena and the amenities that surround T-Mobile Arena, which is the park, uh, which is our suburban park setting on the Las Vegas Strip, um, I think it just makes our employees even better ambassadors of the brand as a whole. Yeah, it was interesting when I was on site with your team, I will admit it took me a little while because I kept hearing your, your team refer to VGK, VGK, and I was trying to process <laughs> that in my head. And then I right. learned, and, and for those that either aren't hockey fans or haven't been to Las Vegas, 
it's, it's pretty amazing, even outside of the MGM Resorts family, how that city has embraced that team. And you can always tell if you happen to be there on game day, you can tell who the Golden Knights are playing based on the other team's jerseys you see walking up and down the strip uh, because it becomes a bit of a destination. And if you're a Blackhawks fan, which is the one time I was there, the Blackhawks were playing the Golden Knights, you, there were a lot of Blackhawks fans rolling up and down the, the strip. So it was really cool. I think for me, um, seeing the content that your team has created early on, both teaching people the platform, one of my favorites was a, a video that was done to showcase what like one of the chauffeurs does there at, at one of the properties, just so people get a sense for what the daily life is like for some of those employees. You talked about also the fact that you guys got Carrot Top to do a video mm-hmm. for Leo was pretty amazing. And that came out of our on-site visit where we were talking about, okay, MGM Resorts is about entertainment. How can we bring entertainment into Leo and and one of the communicators in the room raised his hand and said, "What if we got Carrot Top to do a career tips video?" And then there, you know, a few weeks later, uh, there's Carrot Top giving a career advice, which I thought was just so amazing. Not everybody has that type of access, but there's right. still those cultural components that are so easy to be pulled into the app to get people excited about uh, what the program can become. Well, and Las Vegas is becoming a uh, a mecca for sports. Um, it's a great sports town, and we've expanded our footprint in sports in the past year. So now that we have uh, VGK, you know, we've also expanded. Uh, MGM Resorts has, has put out mobile sports betting platforms, and VGK is just—I'm uh, sorry, Leo is just such a great platform for showcasing great stories about sports, and as you mentioned, showcasing the personalities of our various celebrities. And, and you guys have the WNBA team out in Las Vegas as well. I've seen some of the content in the, in the program about that too. Yes, the Las Vegas Aces, uh, the women's uh, NBA team, that's just happened in the past year also. Uh, we are really building up to become a, a sports mecca in the desert. And Leo is just such a great, accessible, easy platform to share those stories. We can put out notifications on game day our employees, you know, where you should park, uh, what, what to consider as you make your commute into work, um, how traffic patterns are changing. You know, that's something we haven't been able to do before. We can put that in the hands of our employees and make sure that, uh, you know, you, re- you remove the stress of getting to work on time because Leo is there for you to tell you those kind of messages too. And let's say we have this conversation a year from now. So let's say it's January 2020. And, and I'm now I'm going to put it on my calendar to make sure we do because I want to see if this holds up. I would like to know where or what would you like to see Leo be in a year? We've already seen what it can become in a few months. Where or what would you like to see it become 12 months from now? When we launched Leo, Chuck, we had a vision that Leo can really transform our communication strategy and elevate our communications practice internally. I would love for Leo to become the number one tool for us to communicate to our employees. We have other channels like many other companies. Our leadership teams, of course, still rely a lot on email. Um, They use other versions of other platforms for communication and meeting management. But for us, I would love for Leo to replace 
what we've done traditionally in back of house resort casino environments with posters and, and displays and let Leo really carry the message and allow our back of house areas to be more uh, engaging and inspiring in the form of the brand. Um, we partner very closely with our corporate marketing team to make sure that as employees come onto their properties on a daily basis, they feel the sense of the brand of that property. Each of our properties have a separate culture, even though we're under the umbrella of MGM Resorts International and we work as one company, one culture, there's still that property personality that needs to come through. And uh, I feel strongly that that back of house environment needs to reflect that and then let Leo be the communications platform. Well, I'm glad we got to spend some time talking about the culture and comms there at MGM Resorts. But now let's move on to the, to the cocktail portion of the podcast, which fortunately with you being in Las Vegas, there are uh, almost too many to count amazing cocktails and many places to grab a drink. But I'm curious to you, Kelly, what is your favorite cocktail out there or where's your favorite MGM spot to grab a drink? Wow. You know, it just depends on day and time and what kind of day I've had. Uh, <laughs> so I would say on uh, for any typical happy hour, one of my favorite places of all is Beer House. And Beer House is located in the park, uh, situated between Park MGM and New York, New York. They have a wide selection of craft beers. Um, they have lots of fun games that you can play with your friends. You can play Jenga. You can play cornhole. You can just sit back and watch um, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights on the monitors, if you like, when they're playing. Um, so that, for a casual after-hours drink, uh, Beer House is my choice. And then at Park MGM, which has just recently uh, been transformed from the former Mart Monte Carlo, Juniper Lounge is one of my favorite places for a, an expert craft cocktail. Uh, so when I want to be in a quieter setting, more relaxed setting, Juniper Lounge at Park MGM. And, and I'll just say, for those that have not been to Las Vegas in a while, uh, I think if you make your way down to the, the park, which is the area Kelly's talking about, it, it's a feeling when you walk back in there, you don't feel like you're on the strip. It's a, such a unique, relaxing experience. And, and the place is lined with uh, great restaurants. So you hear Kelly's recommendation of uh, the Juniper Lounge inside the Park MGM and then Beer House if you're more the beer fan. Uh, so Kelly, great recommendations. I'm glad you promoted uh, MGM Properties places to, to uh, have people grab a great cocktail or a beer while they're there in Las Vegas and obviously encourage them to check out all of the properties of MGM Resorts. So thank you, Kelly, for uh, being on Culture, Comms, and Cocktails. Thanks, Chuck. It's been uh, great to have a chance to catch up with you. And, and we will have this conversation again January 2020 uh, to see where, where Leo is then. Perfect. All right. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. I am so appreciative of the communications team at MGM Resorts International. They've been such a great team of communicators to work with. So creative, so crafty, but also so professional and very proud of what they've done with Leo. Please subscribe to Culture, Comms, and Cocktails on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been Culture, Comms, and Cocktails, internal comms served straight up. Thanks for listening.